Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 50 of the Book of Caleb. I won't keep you long. It's what you've all been waiting for. Every five episodes, it's Mike's turn to host. And this is the Super Bowl special. It is very special, just like Michael. Enjoy. It's here, a milestone in our lives. Episode 50, which I don't even think I have a title for. It's just Mike's turn to host. So won't, without further ado, Mike. It's your turn, host. This is a big one. Um, number 50. That's what she said. All right. A lot of people said uh, we want to make it to 50. A lot of people said they'd rather see you guys dead before we make it to 50. So, sorry, guys. We're God. still here. Gosh, um, when we do a weekly podcast, that's like pretty soon. Well, you have a lot of enemies. You create a lot of enemies when you're podcasters like us. That uh, comes with the territory. I knew that getting into the, into the podcasting game, so I'm comfortable with that. Um, but it's episode number 50. And this is the week of Super Bowl, Lauren, number... 68. Close. Really? Yeah. It's actually Super Bowl number 90. Can you believe that? Oh, I can't. Seems like a lot, right? Yeah. Because actually it's 55. Okay. Yeah, Super Bowl 55. <laughs> um, so that Super Bowl week, always a big week for me, but not for the Vikings, which is my team. Um, what are they up to? They have been to four Super Bowls all before I was born. Um, they had one in the late 60s and three in the 70s. They lost them all. Um, per the uh, per the Vikings history, it's a long, tragic history. Um, but I hope... So let's say there's another 55 Super Bowls. Hopefully I live to be that long. Hopefully they can just make one of the next 55. That's my goal for the Vikings. Over the next 55 Super Bowls, for them just to make one. I'm not even asking to win it. Just make one for me. That's all I'm asking for, Vikings. Okay. So... Again, Vikings aren't in the Super Bowl. I think most people know it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. First time ever this is taking place in Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium. One of the teams in the Super Bowl, it's actually in their stadium. Never happened before. Very interesting. Also interesting is that there are going to be 30,000 cardboard cutout fans attending this Super Bowl. That's also new for the first time. 30,000 cardboard cutout fans 25,000 actual human being fans. Um, so I don't know what to even say about that. I didn't know that, you know, cut out cardboards would be such a such a hit. I mean, think about two years ago, if someone said, um, two years from now, Super Bowl 55, there's going to be 30,000 cardboard cutouts of human beings in the stands, um, and then only 25,000 actual human beings. And I would look at them, and I'd go, hmm. <laughs> This guy's funny. Uh, that's really not that funny of a joke because it's kind of a weird joke. I don't even understand your cardboard cutout joke. But I'll let you have your piece. Uh, like, I'll make uh -huh. a bet with you right now. <laughs> sure, sure. And you would have been like, I'll take your bet. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. And I would have given really good odds, too, because that would have seemed like a slam dunk bet for me to win. But the cardboard cutout fans are here. They've been here all season, and they're going to be at the Super Bowl. Are they getting tested as well? I don't know. Are they required to wear a mask? Yeah. What, what is the protocol? I have not heard any of that. And what about the real humans? Um, you know what? I know that a 
good portion of them are healthcare workers from the area there um, and from the nation, actually. Um, so they're kind of being rewarded for, you know, being out and helping everyone survive uh, and deal with the COVID. Um, the other portion, I don't I don't believe there is any requirements in regards to that. Well, like, yeah, you are they test like, do you have to bring a negative mm-hmm. COVID test in order to, is yeah. this a, this is an arena, that. right? An indoor arena? No, it's outdoor. It's an outdoor stadium <clears throat> oh, in okay. Tampa Bay. Um, so no, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that, uh, any requirements you, for that. No. Do you have to wear a mask when you're sitting with your like group in the stands? <sighs> Again, I'm going to say, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, but I'm sure loosely policed. I don't know. You know, if you're cheering for your team and. You're bringing down your mask to yell out defense. Then some out of someone swoops down and says, you're out of here, buddy. We saw that mask yeah. pull down. Get out of here, James. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. I'll be I'll be watching out for that. So it is. And re- after all that kind of just nonsense, because this is complete insanity that that's what's taking place. Um, it is a hell of a matchup because you've got who is considered by pretty much everyone now, even myself. It took a long time for me to say Tom Greatest is the greatest Tom greatest hmm, that thing about greatest. think about that Tom Brady is the greatest um quarterback of all time but uh I, I guess I I will I will now acknowledge that um even though it kind of hurts me to do so I feel like he had a lot of luck involved and there's a lot of fortunate things that happened to him he took full advantage of these situations and um yeah he has six Super Bowls so you can't you can't argue with that now, I will say maybe this might be his best accomplishment at the age of 43, leaving a team that he'd been been with for 20 years, organization, coming to a new one, kind of a historically losing franchise as well. Whole new playbook, whole new scheme, having to move, you know, live down a whole different place. You've been living, you know, there's a lot of changes for him to be so focused and dialed in to get back to the Super Bowl. Um, that might be his greatest accomplishment. It, it, re- it really is. Was he in the same, like, conference or side? You know, there's, like, the AFC and the NFC. Was he in the same one of those? So, yeah. He was uh, he was in the AFC for 20 years with the Patriots, and now he moved over to the NFC. That's where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the NFC. Okay. Yep, so he's in a different conference as well. Um, so now he's back. I, didn't, I did not think he'd make it back to the Super Bowl. Um, Who's one more, AFC or NFCs? Overall? That's a good question. See, um... So it used to be more AFC dominant, 70s, I know that, and then mid-80s, and from the mid-80s to late 90s, NFC, and this was when I was a kid, like all my first Super Bowls are of, of the early 90s, and obviously throughout the 90s, the NFC used to kick the living hell out of the AFC repeatedly, like the, the Super Bowls weren't even contests. Four of those teams were the Buffalo Bills, they showed up four years in a row representing the AFC and got... The first game, they were competitive. Okay, we'll give them that. And they got the hell kicked out of them three years in a row. The Chargers got the shit kicked out of them. The Bengals used to get destroyed. Even the Patriots, the 86 Bears, beat the hell out of the Patriots. Um, the AFC just used to get trounced. And then this finally stopped in 1997. The Packers, very good Packer team. They had already won in the Super Bowl 96, showed up to 97. Against a veteran John Elway Broncos-led team. They were they were big favorites, the Packers were. Um Broncos pulled that one out, and they finally won one for the AFC. First one in a long time. Hmm. So then that kind of threw things back. Broncos won two in a row. The following year was 1998, and I don't know if you know about this. The Broncos, they should have been playing a team called the Minnesota Vikings in that Super Bowl, and it may have gone differently. But 
They uh, <laughs> oh, they gosh. luckily avoid the the Vikings and they play the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> for reasons I'm not going to get into. Let it go. Um, I can't. But uh, <laughs> so any anyways, it's been very even as far as I can tell. Ever since the last twenty years, there's been a lot, a lot of competitive, very good Super Bowls. The Patriots have been involved in a lot of these uh, Super Bowls. Finally, the first ever overtime Super Bowl was Falcons Patriots. Um, I think that was 2017, and that that was probably Tom Brady's greatest moment. He was down 28 to three in a Super Bowl, and he came back and won it in overtime. Um, that's when I started. To, that that was when he did that. I started going, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not sure who else could have ever done that. That, that was impressive as hell um, that, that he did that. Um, and then he's got a couple more Super Bowls since then, and now he's back in the Super Bowl at age 43. So, yeah, Tom Brady, is he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. But there is there is one person that can pass Tom Brady if things work out for him, and that's the guy he's playing. It's Patrick Mahomes, okay? Patrick Mahomes already has one Super Bowl. If Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl, he will be the youngest um, starting quarterback with Two Super Bowls, passing Tom Brady by like a year. Brady had two at the age of 26 and something. Mahomes would have two at the age of 25. So he would be on base to someday pass Brady um, and then be able to claim to be the greatest of all time. So since these two are playing each other right now, this is this was said by Tony Romo earlier this week, which there's been a lot, a lot of talking points on it. I do agree. Tony Romo says this, this game on Sunday... For Patrick Mahomes, this will be his uh, most important game that he ever plays, that he's ever has played or, or or ever will. This is it. He must win this game. If he's ever going to pass Tom Brady in the greatest of all time conversation, he has to beat him in this game. And I agree. If Brady beats Patrick Mahomes in this game, that's his seventh Super Bowl. Um, he's beaten Patrick Mahomes head to head in the biggest game of all time. Mahomes won't ever. He won't, he won't be able to catch Brady. That'll be too much of a hill to climb. And he. Even if he got to five or six, they'll always be like, yeah, well, but Brady beat you head to head in the Super Bowl. Because it's very unlikely that no one no one knows how much time's left for Brady, but it's very unlikely these two teams. It's very hard to get back to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this, this, this is going to be the one matchup for them, most likely. Um, that's why Patrick Mahomes has to win this. If Brady, if Brady loses this game, it's yeah, okay. He's still got six. Patrick Mahomes has two. Okay, good luck, Patrick. You know, good luck in your next 15 career. See if you can catch me. I don't know. But if Patrick would get to five or six and then also being able to say, hey, and then I also beat Tom head-to-head, you know, Patrick would, would be that greatest quarterback of all time. So that that's why this game is so huge. This matchup is so huge and just so interesting on just so many levels. Um, I'm, I'm excited as hell. The Super Bowl's always been... I've always been a huge sports fan. NFL has always been my favorite sports arena. Um, and the Super Bowl has always been my favorite sporting event, my favorite day of the year. Um, so for to have a matchup like this, uh, man, I couldn't be more excited. And, you know, mm-hmm. to add to this thing, right, like Tom Brady is on the Buccaneers and it's at the Buccaneers Stadium. I know, I know. And that's new to the Super Bowl, right? It's never, it's never happened. It's always at one of the team stadiums. Yeah. Like but the, at the Viking Stadium a couple years the ago. The home team. Yeah, I know. Is the first time a home team is playing at their home mm-hmm. stadium in the Super Bowl. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. The Vikings were the first one ever to get close. In 2017, they got to the title game against the Eagles, and they just needed one more game. And I would have would have gone to that game. My dad got Super Bowl tickets to that game that was in Minnesota. Um, but the Eagles, they, they beat the hell out of the Vikings that game. And uh, <laughs> we never really didn't have a chance. So it was Eagles-Patriots. And uh, the Eagles upset the Patriots in, in that Super Bowl. 
Yeah. So would you say at this, you know, um, point in the episode, this is called the Super Bowl special? This is the Super Bowl extravaganza, Super Bowl special, um, how, however you want to phrase it. There'll be some other talking points, sure. Yeah. Um, but it is Super Bowl week. It's Super Bowl 55. Uh, this is what this is what you're going to get. Um, Who's favored to win? All right. So th- that is an interesting point. So the Chiefs, as they should be, they're the better team. They've had a better record. They're the defending Super Bowl champs, our favorite. It's only three points. It's only a three-point favorite. Um, that's not huge. There's a couple different... There's, there's sports books all over Vegas. Everyone can set their own lines. A couple of them have it at three and a half. That half is big. I don't know people who that's follow what football. She said. Yeah, that, well, that half a point is huge in football uh, because of field goal. This is probably... A lot of people think a field goal game. So winning by three points or winning by three and a half, there's a big difference there. Um me, me personally, I, I do think the Chiefs win. I do think they win by more than three. I see them winning six to six to ten point area. However, a lot of the whales, if you will, who who bet in the gambling world, who bet millions of dollars, and there's been a couple million dollar bets. There's been one documented three and a half million dollar bet that came in a how couple you, days ago. How do you see this? It's it's widely reported. So then just just listening on you know different sports podcasts and stuff, they they talk about this and gambling is much more talked about now. It's legal in many more states, including Iowa. So um, it's common knowledge. It doesn't you can't say who the person is, but when that bet hits a sports book, the sports book actually likes to put out there. Hey, we just took in a three and a half million dollar bet. Um, and kind of promote that. Oh, Break, okay. Kind of brings them attention. Um, these have been these have been going down on the Buccaneers side. I think a lot of people are jumping on this Tom Brady. This is a hell of a story. They're pumped up. Um, for me personally, it is a great accomplishment. Uh, it is a story that Tom Brady, at forty three years old, on the Buccaneers is back in the Super Bowl. He, he he took down Aaron Rodgers last week. That was an upset. The odds that he's going to beat Aaron Rodgers and then turn around and beat Patrick Mahomes, I, I don't see it. I, I do not see it. The Chiefs, by all accounts, are, are the better, more talented team. This is their game to lose. It's football, um, especially in these type type of things. It's one or two plays, a turnover here, a turnover there. That can turn a game. Um, that being said, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's the best He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Tom Brady right now is the greatest of all time. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Um, and I, I don't know <laughs> if I had that sort of money, $3.5 million. A lot of people are saying, how can you go? How can you bet against the greatest quarterback of all time? No, no. For me, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. There is no way. It's certainly not $3.5 million. I don't care if I had $100 million, $3.5 million against Patrick Mahomes. I don't think that's a good use of your money. Okay. Oh, jeez, Michael. Um, the... I don't know, though, but I kind of want this, like, story of Tom Brady to play out where, yeah, he did go to the Super Bowl in a different franchise, you know, and he went to the Super Bowl again. Like, that accomplishment already is crazy to me, like, and so unlikely. Very, very hell of an accomplishment. At at 43 43. as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And like on a team that like wasn't stacked, right? Like it's not like talented, but they weren't they they weren't the most stacked team in the the NFC. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were probably top three though. um, Coming into the season, the Packers were the most stacked team. Yeah, they were. Wait, Tampa Bay Buccaneers were top three. Yeah, I think they had a lot of talent. Without Um, Tom Brady, they'd be a top three. No, without Tom Brady, no, they're middle. They're like another average seven or eight. Yeah. 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 There. Yeah. No. No. Without Tom Brady, no. Um, they had been a 500 team, a talented offensive team. They just they were missing that quarterback. They are a talented defensive team. Um, so they they got Brady and 
you know, watching Brady at the end of last year, it looked like he had lost. He had lost a lot. I I definitely didn't think he'd have the success he's had. Um, and I remember week one, they got beat down pretty good by the Saints. Uh, and, like, people like to overreact, especially in the NFL. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, Brady's done. You know, this is, this is what I expected. Funny thing is it kind of flipped because, actually, no, Brady wasn't done on the Buccaneers. It was the quarterback on the other teams, Drew Brees and the Saints. Uh, he's the one who digressed. He did, Drew Brees did break 11 ribs this year, so, you know. <laughs> but part of that is because he's in his 40s playing a quarterback. <clears throat> and he's smaller. He's a smaller guy, <laughs> Drew Brees. Uh, he still hasn't officially retired. He's going to stay the next week or two if he's retiring. And I, it's, time to, it's time to retire, Drew Brees. Um, you, you have your ring, so, you know. Um, but anyways, after week one, everyone's, oh, yeah, Tom Brady is. He's done. He's washed up. And for Tom Brady, he's got a lot of Michael Jordan in him. He, he used that. That's motivation. That's fire. That's fuel for him. Um, and he's proved a lot of us wrong, yeah, including myself. So hats off to you, Tom Brady. Um, and if, if, he, if, he, if he beats Patrick Mahomes, then, I mean, yeah, that's, wow, okay. I'll, I'll sit back and I'll be like, wow, okay, this we're really watching just the greatest of all time. Enjoy it. Take it in. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a documentary 20 years from now, like they did with the Bulls, maybe. That's just going to be all about Tom Brady, though, maybe. Exactly. Uh, so like, I see that. Yeah. And that would be cool. But cause... I also see it with Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, in Jordan's early run, early years, this is Patrick Mahomes' early time, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just a freak out there, so talented, um, you know, making a name for himself as, as the best ever. So it's, it's awesome. It's going to be but awesome. Still, though, okay, like... Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, even if he loses on the Super Bowl this Sunday, right? Correct. He's the greatest for of all now. for now. Yeah. yeah. And for a while. Mahomes has a long way to go to catch him, but he can. He, he would be setting himself up trajectory-wise, if I say that word correctly, to, to catch him. He'd, he'd already be a year ahead of him. But what is the likelihood of that happening? It's tough because for the Chiefs, you know, you have to, and it is set up because they do have a very good coach in Andy Reid, and it's a good run organization who will put the pieces, necessary pieces, around Patrick Mahomes because he has good weapons that fit well with his skill set right now, um, the Chiefs do, um, to continue to win a couple more. Now in football, you know, you have to refuel. That's what the Pages were able to refuel. You know, you have your, it's usually like a five, six-year window top in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um just because it's such a brutal sport. The one piece that can stay there is the quarterback, but the other pieces do have to change. Yeah. Running backs, wide receivers, offensive linemen, defense, you know. You're not just going to have the same people for 20 years. Right. You're going to have a couple, two or three different, you know, um, generations, if you will, draft classes and stuff like that. So uh, it'll be interesting. But with with a solid organization, if they are drafting, making their correct free agent moves, um, and then with Andy Reid at the head coach, yeah, Patrick Mahomes will will have that chance. Patriots, Patriots were excellent at that. You got you got to give Bill Belichick a lot of a lot of credit for that. Um, so that's Sunday. We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you a score. So I'm gonna give you my score. I'm gonna say Chiefs 32, Patriots 24. What what say you, Laura? <laughs> right. I just have to do the numbers by seven to make it easy. Okay. Which the total right now is at fifty-seven. People who are like to look at that sort of thing. So the spreads Chiefs by three. I think the Chiefs cover, and I think it's fifty-six. I think it's just one point under the total of fifty-seven. Okay, I'm gonna predict twenty-eight to thirty-five. Okay, okay. So you're going. You're okay. But am I yeah, picking? You're going over. Okay. Tom. You're going with Tom. I know. I know. You got. You got a little thing for Tom. That's fine. <laughs> 
Uh, a, lot, a lot of people do. Most, yes. Female, male, it doesn't matter who. A lot of people do. So, okay, we will see what happens. Um, and not that I don't dislike the Chiefs. Like, I'd be, I'm happy either way for the yeah. story that happens uh-huh. from it. But, like, to me, it's like that Tom, I don't think that that's likely going to be the case, right? The younger pup mm-hmm. and team is going to, you know, overtake Thomas. They, the thing is, they are the champs. They've been there and done that last year. They're not brand new on the scene. Right. So the Chiefs know what it takes. Yes. Which makes it even more impressive if Brady takes them out. So Just the mindsets, too, right? Like, do you think Patrick Mahomes is thinking about that the description? Or that... I think he has to be just because he's human and it's just so much talk about it. Yeah. It, you have to try to not to, to block that all out and just say, this is another game. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter who the quarterback, because that's what quarterbacks say a lot. Like, I'm not, he's not playing against Tom Brady. He plays against Dan Bay Buccaneers defense. Like and back, but yeah, it always comes back to the quarterback. It's it's Brady versus Mahomes. That's what this is being pitched as. That's what that's how we all see it. Even though they don't actually, they're not even on the court at the same time. NBA, you know, Jordan versus Bird or LeBron versus uh, whoever the next second best player in the NBA is. I can't even think of. You got LeBron James, and then you got Giannis uh, Kupo, the Greek freak. Okay, they play against each other the whole game when they're on the court together. Yeah. So it's but football is different like that. So. That's, that's an interesting uh, thing to never yeah. think about. But yeah, it's true. It's like Brady versus the other, the defense. Yeah, that's how it and, works. You know, it's the whole team versus the other team. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, the quarterback, quarterback dictating the call or the play, right? Yeah. The audible, Michael. Omaha. 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 That's a Peyton Manning. Loved his Omaha audibles. You loved it. Mm-hmm. What did that even mean? It means something. It has, I don't know. I, 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 need, I need to quite look that up. Yeah, we all we all know the Omaha. There's a whole clip of him yelling out Omaha. Oh, and definitely. And props out to Omaha. We, we love Omaha. <laughs> Michael, come on. Oh, it's a good little a good little city. A good little city. It's not too far away from Des Moines. No, it's actually bigger than Des Moines. I don't know if people realize that. That's what she said. Well, okay, I don't know who she is. Sounds like a real tramp. Bigger than Des Moines. <laughs> nice. Um, well, let's see here. So, I mean, we got our Super Bowl. Now, you know, in the stock market world, there's a lot of frenzy been going on. Fortunately, I didn't sell my GameStop stock, which is kind of tough to say, and that's plummeting back to earth. I think it closed in the low 50s, down from its uh, huge crazy run of over 400. I am joking. I don't have stock in GameStop. There's been a lot of talk about that and a couple other stocks, say AMC, just these absurd runs, thousands of percent changes um what's amc when there's no reason the theater company like oh for real yes i thought i like thought that but i'm like well Uh there's no way and this has all been pushed by like reddit boards you know Mm -hmm. no actual revenue or earnings uh which used to be the old way why stocks moved i still don't understand this process so if i like google reddit and like game stock chat room or what is it there was one guy in particular his reddit name is wall street bets um and he he has a following you know he had he's been on there making any comments about many stocks for many years um but for some this one was different obviously he got a huge group to just start pushing and the term is pumping GameStop. And so what does that mean? It's pumping. It's talking up um, and it's... Talking up the stock, but like what people do is they go buy it. They buy, they buy, they buy um, and and they they run it up, uh, you know, and it's doubling, tripling, quadrupling, you know, uh, like this this run I think started when it was around $14. It was in the low teens um, and it ran it up all the way. It didn't get to 500, but it got up into the high 400s if I recall. So over a couple of days. 
Like, who is the person buying? I mean, I get like, oh, cool. Like, let's try it at 15 bucks. See what happens. But like, uh-huh. who's buying it at like 200 and 300 and 400? I don't know. And it was like, it was like, it became this bigger than like, a, we're against the man. We're against the machine. We're against Wall Street because then news stories started coming out. These hedge funds are going out of business because they were shorting. They were betting against GameStop and they have gone up so much that they were losing gobs and gobs of money and they couldn't make their margin calls. Okay. Yeah. And so like, that's what I don't get. So like, had these hedge come from hedge fund companies shorted it when this was happening or like they had shorted it before just like for because duh like GameStop or like exactly a brick and mortar failing I I don't know yeah I that that is a good question um I don't know the I think maybe both yeah I I would like to know that I think definitely when it started to make those moves like if it goes from 14 to 100 that's an irrational move for no reason yeah if I was in that field I would short that yeah but then but it like kept you have going to, up. when you short it, you're like, oh, I've, it's going to go back down in a certain amount of time. Is that the like parameters? No, those are those are options. Um, which there's a lot of there's a lot of option stuff. Those are calls and puts. A put would be a option. Um, a bet that it's going to go down. Um, which, Full disclosure: Do not take any trading <laughs> advice. Like, don't you have to? Look, and also, you have no personal interest in GameStop. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I yeah. No, but it's interesting. And then, like, there were there's Robinhood, who's supposed to be you know the trading app for the everyday man because it's free. It's free, which now a lot most brokerage firms are free. Online brokerage, you know, okay. are free now. So, but Robinhood was kind of the initial one that kind of started that, and it's kind of the younger generation. But then they were not able to. That's the the um, popular um, logic out there. They weren't able to like pay it out. They didn't have enough money. For the people that were in buying GameStop, um, GameStop stock, GME, if you will, that's the uh, three letters that they stock symbol. Stock symbol. There you go. Um, so then they all of a sudden halted. They made it where you could no longer buy GME. You could only sell it. That caused a huge uproar, uproar, and it also caused like that made it, you know, a big hit for that caused that that kind of caused the turn. I think of the stock to start to come back down. Um, because that's kind of a, you know, no one else, you're not allowing this, those millions and millions of people who are on Robin, they all of a sudden can't buy it. Well, that's the name of the game. That's what was pushing this thing up where people buying and buying and buying. Yeah. So they can all think all of a sudden can't buy. Well, yeah, of course it's gonna start coming back down. Why did they stop you from being able to buy it? Be, for me, just because it was going up so much, these people were making too much money and then they weren't gonna be able to- Pay them. To cover those, yeah. And they had to go and raise, they had to go raise a billion dollars to stay in business. Yeah. So, or I don't know if it was to stay in business, but they had to go raise a billion dollars. So they were obviously in need of cash um, all while this is going on. So Can you buy Robinhood stock? Does that make sense? Or is that still like private? Like how are they raising the funds? Yeah, I don't know. It's, they're not publicly traded. No. Okay. Um, but anyway, so there's been a lot of talk and it just kind of shows what kind of a lot of people feel already that the stock market, obviously very corrupt. Um, your hedge funds, your big players, yeah, they're they're the ones who have all the advantage. Everything is set up for them, uh, well, not I mean, not your everyday ma and Joe investor, mom here, and pop. Here, ah, here's what I also I need like I need to raise my hand, mm-hmm. so because you don't want to interrupt me. Oh, <laughs> Lauren, would you like to speak? <laughs> Thank you. Um, the hedge funds and all the like these bigger accounts, right? They're like crying about it, mm-hmm. and so then Robinhood exactly. or like yeah. has to stop. 
Yeah, that's that just is messed up. Right. Like yeah. that's like the corruption, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, against the man and all of a sudden then or explain that. Well, just that, yeah, they're crying. Their story's going out, you know, they lost tens of millions of dollars. They're going out of business. Um, and, and at hedge funds, you know, it's a conglomerate of actual people's money that they're investing. Um, so those people are losing their money as well. Um, but for them to cry that wolf and then for Robin Hood to do something like that, it just, it's, it's blatant. Like they're saying one thing, okay, we're just going to stop um, allowing them to buy it. You know, that's clearly going to be an advantageous thing for for the hedge funds of the world the people who are shorting this of the world because that's going to cause a reaction for it to start to stop yeah start to plummet which it slowly had gone down and then it kind of had some small pops but then this whole week i mean it's i closed at 50 now it was in the four ounce at 50 it's even down a little bit lower in after hours i'll be interested to see if it goes all the way back down to the low teens which it most likely will which, which is where it all began. <laughs> yeah, and so then what's wrong with it, like, happening again? Or is there any... Like, do you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. why don't they just try and do it again just to... I'm I not don't know. Sure. I'm not sure because it's it's weird. The the, the pump and dump world, people move on very quickly uh, to, to the next one. Um, That's what she said. Yeah, right. So it, the likelihood of that happening again, just it, it's not the same. Um, but it kind of took over. I mean, national, you know, news talking about it every i've heard about it on all sorts of different podcasts people were mentioning it um you know you've got friends that were saying oh i got i got into GameStop and uh oh i just made it easy whatever five ten thousand look at this blah 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 um and people say that too you never know when they sell that's the thing like it's when to sell no one knows no one knows with these stocks it's it's definitely gambling um there's no way to per to predict um it's it's a roll of the dice so well when it's like just it's just like volatility based on no. like no performance or actual no. thing that's occurred other than like internet chat exactly there's no backing behind it there's no reasoning behind it which yeah is kind of concerning well know. like sales or something right oh, it's yeah. like no yeah. like release like gamestop will now operate all the computers in the world sure you know no, there, was <laughs> like, no, there was no news behind it no they uh I don't know, yeah, there was whatever, they had changed some board of directors or something a couple of weeks back, which that had nothing to do with it, but like that was the only tangible uh, press release about the company in like the last month. Uh, so nothing to do with its performance. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, which is why you would like, in theory, actually invest in anything, right? Because sure. like you foresee that it would be profitable, whatever activity they're doing. Correct, yeah. Amazon, I wonder what Amazon had done, because yeah, Bezos you know, announced a couple of days that he's stepping down. Right. Um, stepping down like is he well, leaving or he's just not he's gonna... no longer like the ceo but he's still like on their board of directors okay. and then like he's now managing they own like this like cloud of you know where you like store data oh and okay um i am not saying this like intelligently but it's like the amazon cloud the amazon cloud. a lot of like ev- everyone uses it to like store files and data okay Right now, I see getting into the space game as well. Elon yeah. Musk, is that what you do, Richard Branson? If you just have gobs and gobs of money, you get into the space world. Yeah, there's uh-huh. so also some sort of space spaceship development. I don't know. I, I don't. Come on. I know. It's, I, I don't know. They're not real. They're not. 
human beings like the rest of us, I feel like. <laughs> right. Well, they don't it's just they, like you have so much money that like money doesn't exist. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, we're going to throw billions and billions into space exploration or satellites and... And development. And development. And it's interesting because then, yeah, you were saying the other day to me, like, human beings, you know, how however long we've been alive and evolved and whatever, I think we're very far behind whatever the more intelligent life is out there sure yeah because we we can't we aren't very good with the space no we can't go <laughs> to space no in any casual way we're not there like tech with with the technology no not even close and not safely either not safely yeah. it, like so that's so we're you know if you think that there's like intelligent life out there that can travel through space that's type of sophistication yeah. makes us look like very primitive yeah and there is because like we talked about Maybe it was episode, I don't know, 24, we'll say. Unsolved Mysteries. Oh. In that town in Connecticut, whatever. Yeah. The aliens came down, they checked us out, like, man, these people are just dumb fucks. This is well, a waste just, of my time. Yeah. We just, how many light years did we just zoom over here for? Did these not so intelligent people? Um, okay, guys, maybe 100 million years from now, you might be evolved and a little bit more on top of your game. We'll see you then. We're out. And then they zoomed back out in their highly technological, you know, spacecraft, if you will. And they're chilling back at home, you know. So, interesting. Kind of how yeah. we look at maybe, uh, I don't know, Neanderthal back in the day, you know, or something like that. Maybe they're looking at us like that. Think about it. Think about it. Oh, yeah. I thought about it. Thanks, Mike. Okay, good. So, there's that. Now, what else are we? This was um, first week of February. It's always Super Bowl week, but it's also Groundhog Day. Oh. was February 2nd. Um, he did Punxsutawney Phil, did see a shadow. He normally does, and I agree. This this has been a pretty brutal weather um, for Iowa, at least. We had another, like, kind of blizzard action today. We've had three or four of them. Um, it's supposed to be brutally cold, negative temperatures. February, for me, historically, and I think it's probably actual factually, seems to be the coldest month of the year every year. Both of our sons, I'm not going to give out birthdays, but they are both both born in the month of February. <laughs> Seem to be both of those, I feel like, both, well, definitely, definitely Cortland. I feel like he was born on not only that coldest day of the year in February, two years ago, but I feel like it was probably maybe the coldest day in the last 10 years, I'm going to say. It was sheer ice. I'm driving you. Your, your contractions had definitely started. Um, we're talking temperatures negative. I'm going to say negative 20, okay? Maybe it, I'm exaggerating. With the wind. With, with, no, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't. I'm saying wind chill negative 40, negative even 50 maybe. So some, some sort of that stretch. Frigid air. So what does that say? Well, I'm glad you, we didn't get stuck on the side because there were probably 20 or 30 people that had slid off the interstate on that drive there. To the um, hospital. To yeah. the hospital because it was, it, was, it was like middle, it was like 3 in the morning. Um, so there wasn't a lot of plows or sand or salt that, cause this ice blast, I think came out of nowhere. Um, so I was white knuckling it. Very, very, very stressful. Normally to get to the hot, it would take 20 minutes, but it was like about 40 minutes. Cause I had to go super slow. We get you there. They check you. She's like, Whoa, this baby is coming. Our first experience, our firstborn son was not like that. We got there. You were barely dilated. We were there for more than 24 hours. He Drake took his sweet ass time. Um, not Cortland. She's like, oh yeah, you're having this when she checked you. I, it was less than an hour later, Cortland's born. It was so quick that 10 minutes prior to Cortland being born, I was standing right by there by you helping you breathe. 
I I passed out. <laughs> I, I I went down. I don't know what you recall of that. I did come to maybe a minute or two later. I had uh, I had actually soiled my pants. Oh my god! With, with How did urine. this turn into like the birthing story? Because <laughs> it's February. I'm hearing this wind outside. You know, it reminds um, you of having a baby. It reminds me of the day Cortland was born. Um, so it's just funny. And then Cortland's person, so he was like ready to go, and he came out. My goodness, that was fast. No drugs whatsoever. Didn't have time for any epidurals or anything like that. So it was all natural by you. Very impressive. Don't think I could do that. Um, actually, <laughs> I know that I cannot give birth to a kid. Um, that I will tell you. You're willing to bet. I feel like I'm maybe 100 million years from now when we evolved. I feel like aliens, you know, any, they're probably all able to do it, whatever they need to do. Maybe 100 million years from now, yeah. We're these type type of folks that can do both. Yeah. Because we've evolved for some that's some sort of way beneficial to the species. Even though I don't think it is. Because one of my big qualms as well with human beings, overpopulated. Um, way too many people. Uh for a sustainable society. For a sustainable society. The amount of waste that one human being um, produces in their lifetime, uh, it's, 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 I don't know what the figures are, but it's way too much and it's disturbing. Um, and it's, you know, not doing good, good things for the planet. Um, we're certainly overpopulated. I don't know what to know about that. I know population rates have decreased in the developed worlds, you know. Um, but then you have your third world, your Indias of the world. Uh, no. There's kids, and they're being born, born and born, and po- poverty, poverty, and poverty. Um, and, yeah, they just are born these the, the slums. Um, that's not helping anyone. So I, I don't know. <sighs> I just don't know if we should evolve maybe to be so, uh, what is it, pro, uh, not proactive. Procreation? Procreational. Procreational. Like, like that, that might not be a good thing. We might evolve the other way. Or it becomes harder and harder for us to human beings to procreate. I don't know. This evolution, it's interesting. Um, but we'll evolve. And you should evolve just kind of in you personally in your life. Like you look, you look at your, where you're at now in your 30s. You've evolved from where you were in your teenagers. 30s, you should evolve. 40s, 50s, and 60s. If you're not evolving, well, then that's probably not a good thing. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, Carlin was born on a crazy day. He was ready to come out. He came out. He So that was a whole different experience than Drake. Needless to say, they have two very different personalities, um, but it, it works well. It's awesome to see. They, they, they're they they're each other's best friends, which is good and just adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because, yeah, Cortland's his own deal and Drake's his own deal. Um, Drake looks like one of us. Cortland looks like one of us. And Drake also acts like one of us. <laughs> and then Cortland just acts just like one of us as well. So that's, yeah, it's very interesting, actually, dichotomy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Ah, so those are the boys. Anyways, uh, Is that their, their birthdays are coming up. All right, Mike. Have you got anything else well, for I'm the trying to see. Super I'm Bowl tr- special? I'm Super Bowl special. Um, I think we've covered the game itself for sure. Um, I, there's a lot less, I guess. The commercial is always a big deal, but there's a lot less. I don't know. Some of these bigger companies that are not like Budweiser, they're not doing their big, funny haha commercials this year they're donating money instead to the covid relief fund or something along those lines nice um we've already talked about kind of halftime i guess it's a socially distanced halftime i don't know what that entails who was the performer again the headliners weekend the weekend oh okay um we kind of been over that (laughs) yeah no we don't even get ad nauseum so i I think you know that's really what are your uh what are your thoughts, feelings on anything? My, at, well, my final moment? thoughts yeah. is, you know, we'll see who's right next week. Tom or Tim. Tim. Tom or Tim. 
Time will, time will tell about Tom or Tim. Yeah. Tim, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. I know a lot of Chiefs fans, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, go Chiefs. I, man, Chiefs-Vikings. Wouldn't that be fun? Hmm. Not in this world. Maybe in that ultra universe where the aliens are smart. Maybe there's this really successful Minnesota Vikings football team, and that's where I need to get to. I need to get to that place. Same time, wouldn't want to leave behind all you guys. So I'll stay here in this universe where the Vikings let me down every year. I'll stay here. That's fine. All right. Mm -hmm. Sounds good, Mike. Well, with that, I'm going to end it. So stay safe. (laughs) Stay healthy. And wash your hands.